What makes our town an American classic? I'm Susan Walner, and on this episode of the Jersey Arts Podcast, I talked to Jim Jack, Director of Education at the George Street Playhouse, about their new production of Thornton Wilder's most famous play. Jim Jack's job is to connect the story of Grover's Corners, a small American town 100 years ago, with New Brunswick, a big, diverse American city in the 21st century. One way he's doing this is with Our Town Now. It's a new play based on New Brunswick stories that will be performed May 17th. Our Town Now is just one of the ways that the George Street Playhouse is connecting with the community and introducing Our Town to new audiences. I think people who haven't seen it or they saw it in a high school production somewhere kind of think of it as the chestnut. You know, it has the, it's that kind of uh, sentimental chestnut in, 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 you know, that we feel for uh, when we encounter. But I think the play is incredibly fresh and alive. It really um, explores the relationships between parents and children um, and the, the struggles. Uh, it, it has one of the most beautiful sequences of two people le- learning about each other before their bodies become interested sexually and, and, and romantically in each other and watching that bloom and then watching the tragedy of losing that. And I think it's also about this simple relationship to people in time and an understanding of that things are difficult. These are, these are, not, uh, these are hard, scrappled people. These are people that have fought to have an existence and uh, it was difficult. It was very difficult at the turn of the 20th century and, and um, not easy. And it plays with time. Um, it looks before and it looks after and it asks us to think about time in our own life in a way I think that's incredibly compelling. And it's just in this production um, that's led by Boyd, Ga- Boyd Gaines, who's a four-time Tony uh, Award winner and is just spectacular in terms of his honest humanity. And um, the young actors who are playing George and Emily are spectacular. I mean, it's so funny, too. I mean, that was the thing I was shocked by in the first read is how funny the production uh, is going to be. And it's, it's not funny because they're doing anything but being generous about what it means to be human. And the kind of spark of, of, of humor that is attached to that is quite wonderful. Tell me about two or three of the individual projects that you're doing that sort of extend the play out into the community. Yeah, so we, um, we thought this was such a ripe opportunity for George Street to um, explore this collectively. Um, and so we started asking questions to people that what would it be, how can we celebrate the people who live and work in New Brunswick uh, through the arts? And so I had a conversation with the New Brunswick Community Arts Council and they started telling me stories about what was happening and, and longer history from, you know, George Street celebrates its 40th year here. And they started telling me things that were happening in this town 40 years ago. They got me really curious about some of that. And I'd heard things here and there. But I started having some conversations with locals, uh, with Greg Ritter at uh, New Brunswick Camera, um, with Roy Epps from the Civic League, and and several other community members, and they started telling me some stories. And I said, wow, this would make an incredible play. And so I knew that I wanted to explore kind of using the structure of our town as as a framework to mirror that with our story, but then dissolve it and tell the story that's really unique to New Brunswick uh, and to the people that live here. That inspired a series of of questions. New New Brunswick Community Arts Council said, we're really looking for something to do that would identify us in this community because they're a relatively new organization. And so they came up with the idea of paint our town. And so they're going to have the community interpret the city through visual arts, through painting. Uh, The New Brunswick Free Public Libraries had an annual photo contest that they um, 
have people, they do workshops to teach people how to use a camera in a variety of different ways and then um, take pictures and they have this, 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 this uh, contest that's showcased over at the Heldrich and so and at the library. And so they said, let's, let's anchor this around our town this year. That's going to be our theme. It's going to be our town for this contest. And so some of the pictures that the, the, the participants are taking will be featured in the production of Our Town Now uh, as a way of kind of framing some of the experiences of, of, of New Brunswick. So that's another way of connection. Um, American Repertory Ballet, I, when I sat down with them, I said, this is what we're doing. Is there any connection for you? Is there something we can do together? And they said, we're doing Our Town. And there's this amazing uh, ballet uh, with the inspired uh, uh, score by Aaron Copeland of our town that they were going to bring to Raritan. Um, they said, let's get it here to New Brunswick. And they do a lot of work in the, in the uh, school system here um, through dance power. And so they felt it would be a really great opportunity to bring this piece of theater, of, of, of dance theater, uh, to the community. And so we're trying to coordinate opportunities for people to see both the dance and the production and, and, and think about what, how do you tell these stories through different artistic medium. New Brunswick is such a rich cultural and artistic uh, center for this, for, for this state and uh, we really want to celebrate that. So when you wanted to um, put together the Our Town Now mm -hmm. and you were using the framework of uh, Thornton Wilder's Our Town, how did you identify people to talk to? That's a great question, yeah, so this is what I did. I, I, I started with some, some people that I knew that were kind of central to um, this city. Um, uh, Chris Palladino, uh, who is the president of DEVCO, um, Jeffrey Vega, who is the executive director of New Brunswick Tomorrow, um, Miriam Merced, who works with Robert Wood Johnson and does a lot of community-based initiatives with the hospital. And I, st and I started talking with those folks and I asked, and then Marshall Jones, who's the artistic director at Crossroads, many people, and I said, you know, who are the five or ten people that I must speak with who you think would be really important for us to talk to? And I started getting a list of those names and I started reaching out to other folks. And then I started looking at the city and listening to the stories we were hearing and saying, who else do we need to speak to? And so some of this came, some people said, I have a, I have a story for you, you know, and they came to us. Um, and then the other part was me kind of trying to really be as inclusive to hear the, the breadth of the stories that um, exist here. I reached out to several of the faith-based organizations and hear their stories and, and, um, and then uh, some students, some families, and really also looking at the huge demographic shift that New Brunswick has undergone the last few years and making sure that we're being generous and, and inclusive with everybody. So um, I was very fortunate to work, I'm working with a, an artist, uh, an educator named Claudio Murr, who um, he does a lot of outreach into communities through Rutgers, and he's going to be working with me and really helping with his, um, and his wife happens to be one of the people I interviewed uh, that I found out after the fact. Someone told me, talked with Claudio, someone talk, said talk with Miriam, and they happen to be married together. <laughs> so um, they're helping me connect with some of the Latino churches and bringing some of those folks in so I can hear those stories. Because there's a tremendous depth and variety and diversity in this community. So, I mean, our town is about a town, and New Brunswick is a city. Yeah, so that absolutely. So that is a big difference. It's a huge difference, yeah. And Rutgers being such a powerful, I mean, we have these three pillars. You know, you have the city, you have Rutgers, and you have Johnson & Johnson, and some of the industry, and the hospitals. So there's this, there, we have a lot going for us here. But it is, you know, I think... Um, there's 2,284, I think, uh, people in, in, in our town, the Thornton Wilder or something like that. It's, it's just about 2,000 uh, people. And New Brunswick has over 55,000, and that's not really including 
the, the students are constantly here at Rutgers. And so there's enormous amount of change and transition. Those people every four years or five years, depending on what plan you're on. But, uh, uh, but there's been a constant evolution of this city in terms of the people who happen to live here and the stories they bring with them and the, and the culture they bring with them. And, and so it's, it's interesting in that evolution. So certainly one element of the story we're telling is about that evolution and some of the challenges it presents. Um, uh, you know, some of those folks are undocumented and how do they, you know, how can they be seen? One of the people we spoke with said, you know, we are a people who are invisible, you know, we are seen but not seen. And, we, and um, uh, one of the stories I thought was really incredible was that um, Seclovia is this new um, initiative they've been doing in the city to kind of sh close down some of the streets to let people walk and bike and, and really experience different aspects of New Brunswick and different parts of the city in a really um, communal way. Well, the, for one of the first ones, they were to give away 10 bikes because it said, you know, people were out riding bikes and walking and so on. And all you had to do was put your name into a box and, um, and, uh, and they would draw the names and people would win a free bike and people wanted the bikes, they were excited. Um, there were only two names put into the box because there's a concern for some of the people that if I give you my name, uh, I don't know how safe I can be with that being something that's public. And so that that's, to me really tells me something very powerful about, you know, the desire for us to be as communal as possible and, and be as inclusive, yet also uh, a fear from people to be how, how public can I be, um, you know, with what's going on in this country regarding immigration. It's a big challenge. So who are you casting in our town now? So there's, there's members of the community that have kind of, uh, that are either aspiring uh, thespians or people who love the theater. Um, there are members of our, we have an adult academy at George Street Playhouse and several of the adult academy members are, are um, participating. Um, George Street has a, uh, an acclaimed educational touring company that goes out to, over, performs for over 40,000 students across the state annually and brings issue-based plays and three members of the touring company will be involved in the production. Um, there'll be some, some students from our young academy that'll be participating and then some other people from New Brunswick that are interested in, in being part of this process. So why do something like this with theater? when we can speak to each other and share the different stories from different communities together, we stop becoming so isolated. And I think that's a big challenge of our time, is how do we stay connected, you know, when we have all these devices in our hands and, uh, you know, we're looking at this and not really ever looking at someone and hearing what they have to say fully and understanding them empathetically so we can get closer to, the, to what our shared point of view might be. So that's one of the reasons. Um, the other reasons I think it brings people around a table, and a, a table is a very powerful, that's the only other prop I think we'll have is a table. They'll stand on it to give a little piece of the Declaration of Independence. But I think that question that's at center at the, end, uh, at the Declaration of Independence, you know, everyone has the right to pursue happiness. And um, how can we do that? And how can we create the conditions for everyone to do that in a generous way that is not about division because of wealth uh, and lack of access? It asks us what type of community we want to be, and I think um, New Brunswick and every city is always at a crossroads of that question. You know, we have to make decisions, and how do we make those decisions in a way that is embracing of all? So I think that's why. Well, thank you so much, and You're very good welcome. luck with this absolutely, project. Absolutely, absolutely. It's a joy <laughs> speaking with you, so, yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> Our town runs at the George Street Playhouse through May 25th. 
Community-wide events take place throughout this time as part of Hub City, Our Town, a celebration of the arts and community in New Brunswick. Visit georgestreetplayhouse.org for more information. For more about all of the arts in New Jersey, visit jerseyarts.com. I'm Susan Wallner for the Jersey Arts Podcast. Thanks for listening. The Jersey Arts Podcast is made possible by the New Jersey State Council on the Arts, supporting excellence and engagement in the arts since 1966.